to Sunday Morning, a weekly podcast presented by Church Without Walls of Greer. Jesus, we thank you and praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name. You're worthy of all praise and glory and honor. Thank you for what you're doing, what you're going to do, Lord. I pray you help us today to hear what you would have us to hear and to get the right words across for whoever needs it, Lord. Thank you for your kindness and mercy. We, we exalt you. Amen. Um, a few weeks ago, I was talking to this lady that I know, and she's a fairly new Christian. She just got baptized a couple weeks ago. Um, she's been saved for about a year, and, and they finally found a church. She got baptized. She said, I want to ask you a question, a Bible question, a spiritual question, and a couple questions. And, and apparently she's asked several people this, but she just wants to know what people say. Mm-hmm. And the, she said, the first one is, are there going to be mouth breathers in heaven? What? Mouth breathers. You know, <laughs> annoying people. People that annoy you. And, and what about that? She said, and second of all, why is it and how is it fair if somebody's been, you know, saved for a long time and, you know, they go to heaven and they get a mansion and somebody who just, you know, got saved and like on their deathbed goes to heaven and gets a mansion? She said, you don't have to answer me now. Just think about it. So I thought about it. I thought about several different things. You know, I mean, I thought about the thief on the cross. Mm-hmm. I thought about, you know, all sorts of things. But the other day I saw her and I said, you know, I've got an answer for your first question. Actually, I had an answer for both of them, but I just said for the first question first. I said, when you're... I said, I'm, I'm sure your stepchildren are perfect and they never aggravate you. And she's like, oh, right. I said, oh, so they do aggravate you sometimes. She said, yeah. I said, but you still wouldn't lock them in the closet under the stairs, right? She said, well, no, it's not legal. <laughs> I said, well, even if it was legal, you probably wouldn't, would you? And she said, no. And I said, well, why not? She said, well, because I love them. Yeah. And I said, there's your answer. And she's like, oh. I like that answer. I said, and it's really the answer to your second question, too. And she's like, this is going to be the topic of much discussion tonight when I go home. She said, I've had people get out the whiteboards and diagram stuff and have scriptures that they're writing and tying together and trying to show me the answers. And she said, I like this answer. Love I said, I said, that's the simple answer. Yeah. I mean, I said, simple is better, and, and in most cases, it's just how it is. I said... Does she live around here? Or she yeah, lives she lives around here. here. And, um, but it was a, you know, and it wasn't necessary. I mean, I don't, it did surprise her, and she, actually, I talked to her husband a few days later, and he's like, yeah, we were talked about it all night. So, um, but I was like, yeah, why, why do we have to be, why do we have to complicate things? Right. You know, and, and it seems like, now, 
not necessarily individual Christians who have a walk with God. You know, I'm not saying that, but it seems like Christianity has a tendency to complicate things. Well, you've got to have this and this and that. You know, the the holiness doesn't have to equal legalism. But there's a lot of people that, in trying to be holy or you know follow holiness teachings or whatever, are legalistic, and that's kind of goes against the basic principles of you know what Jesus taught us, <laughs> Christianity. Legalism is not exactly the the right approach. I'm pretty sure love is the right approach. You know. Because if we can truly love one another, if we can love, we don't even, we, we have to do that. Jesus told us to. It's, it's a commandment. But if we love him with our whole heart, mind, and soul, and our neighbor as ourselves, we're going to love everybody the same way we love him. You can't help it. So if we pour all of our efforts into loving Jesus, then what's going to happen is legalism will fall away. God will take care of the things that he wants to take care of in people. He's the only one that can. He's the only one that can anyhow. Doesn't matter how many times you try to tell somebody that they're wrong. It's not going to change him. (laughs) It might make him feel guilty and separated from God. That's something that scares me. This is an an aside. What truly separates us from God, and it goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden, is guilt. So, if I make somebody feel guilty about something particularly intentionally but you know even unintentionally if you make somebody feel guilty and you're then you are then guilty of separating them from God if we carry that out to the next step who is the most who who wants to accomplish that more than anybody else separating people from God Is it Satan? Satan? (laughs) Yeah. So, if we aren't careful being legalistic, we will be doing Satan's work in the name of God. Now, when you have young people that have seen so many things because of you know the internet and the way the world is so small now because you know instantly when stuff happens and they recognize hypocrisy when they see it what is the ultimate hypocrisy saying we're doing God's work but they're doing Satan's work in God's name 
because you're making people feel guilty on you know to try to make force them to, into a mold. Now, thankfully, not all churches do that. Not all you know. Not all Christians do that. I'm you know. I'm not saying I'm not putting that on everybody. I'm but I am saying that all of us have to be careful not to do that to one degree or another. Judge yeah, it's it's very easy for us to judge people. It's very easy for us to make judgment calls. You know, and I understand you have to try the spirits, but that's within yourself. That's in your heart. When when you try the spirits and you're to know if something's right or wrong, and if somebody's saying something's wrong, you just have to say, "Well, I I don't think that's right. That's not being that's not being legalistic. That's not saying, you know, I'm saying I can't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you didn't say something, you'd be like Peter. Yeah. And you can say, and you can say, you know, I'm praying for you. I'm, you know, love you, but I don't agree with that. There's not. That's not judgmental. That's just saying, this is how I feel, and being true yeah. to yourself, and and true to what you feel. So I'm not saying. Don't do that. I'm just saying that if we're not careful, we make people feel guilty. And by doing that, we're separating them from God. When we make people... Now, now, guilt is not the same thing as conviction. But only God can send conviction. Can you separate them from God if they're not there? If they're not connected with Him? Yeah. You can put a dividing gulf that makes it so they feel like they don't have any hope of getting to God or any desire to. If you, I've seen people do it. I've seen people trying, you know, driving guilt. Oh, you're all terrible sinners, and people that say, "Yeah, I know I'm a sinner," just are like, "I don't have any desire to even want to get close to God," if that's what it is. So they're pushing. A separation, you know, that we're pushing where they're already separated. They're not part of God's kingdom, but we're saying, if if not we, I've seen people actually, I'm actually heard it, seen it happen with my own eyes, where people were preaching the gospel without the anointing of the Holy Spirit, not in the right time or place, and driving people that could have been drawn to the gospel away because of their words. So, yeah, I think you can increase the separation and make it so that they don't even want to get close to God. And it takes more than, more grace, more mercy. You know, God, there's there's more that has to happen to draw them back to a point where they might even get, have a chance to come to God. Because it's it's not... The bottom line is Jesus is the only one that can change anything. Absolutely. Jesus in us is the hope of glory. Right. Now, like I'm saying, I, I said before, you're you're right, it is the hope of glory. Like I said, conviction is not the same thing as guilt. No. Conviction says, Oh, I have messed up, God forgive me. I need help. I need you know, I'm I'm worthy of condemnation. That's not guilt. That's saying I'm convicted of this is you know it's been convicted of it, and you know even in our law system you can be convicted of something, and you know I I don't want to say that. Nah, never mind. 
it, it, it was it's kind of a good example, but it it could go several different ways. So I'm mm. never mind. <laughs> but you know, it's not incumbent upon us as Christians to place guilt on anybody. Exactly. Our job is to love them. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's being Christ-like. Right. Yeah, because when first of all, I now I. I would have to look for scripture for this. I'm not wouldn't be surprised if there's something in there that would back it up, but you know, maybe even just the one that says love your neighbor as yourself. But if we are judging, you know, there's the Bible, the scripture that says judge not lest you be judged. If we're judging someone as guilty, then we are like I said, we're doing the devil's work because we're trying to put guilt on someone to separate them from further from God. We also are putting ourselves in the seat of judgment, which isn't our seat to be in in the first place. <laughs> you know, because that's not how it works. Um, and we have to be very careful not to, to judge or push guilt out on people a bigger thing is we have to be careful that we don't allow ourselves to fall into feeling guilty about things to feeling guilty about things it's easy for us because we're like oh god i messed up i missed that you know you you were trying to tell me to do it and i didn't do it and now i failed and oh why do i even try well, we start feeling, you know, we beat ourselves up and we we judge ourselves, mm-hmm. which is just as bad as judging somebody else. Mm-hmm. And sometimes worse because a lot of times we may not, you know, we may be like, no, I'm not going to judge any. That's, that's between them and God. But then, you know, we do something or don't do something and we like jump on our own heads, <laughs> throw a bowling ball up and put our head underneath of it, you know, <laughs> That's not not a cool thing to do. So if we're not careful, we become, you know, we judge ourselves, we make ourselves feel guilty, we which opens up a separation from God. And the only way to get out of that is to repent. Not to feel guilty for feeling guilty, but to feel convicted for feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to say, God, I, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I don't want to be separate from you. It's really, when we do that, we're really exhibiting self-pity. True. It is self-pity. Which is self, which is... Yeah, which is the antithesis of, of exactly. you know, God. And, you know, and it's, you see it, I, I go back to this so many times, but you see it often in toddlers. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll try to do something, they can't do it, and they just pick up the blocks and throw them down because they can't get that square peg through that round hole <laughs> or vice versa and and then they throw a fit but you know as soon as you know and, and you say well do you want me to help you and they're like no I do it myself but then as soon as they calm down and ask for help you're like here put this one in that in there put this one there there you go. Put this one there. There you go. You did it. It's like, oh, okay. That's how it works. But and they're so happy. 
and then they're happy and they're so excited and that's how we are with you know, that's how god looks at us and you know as a parent yes it can be frustrating when you you have that two and a half year old that's going through the quote unquote terrible twos but it's also you still love them even if you're frustrated with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it makes you so happy when you see them make a connection and grow. Because that's really, I mean, face it, that's all the terrible twos are. It's just they're making connections and realizing I can do things. I'm a person. I have the ability to, to do things. And then they get frustrated because they can't do the things that they want to do. And, you know, so it makes life interesting sometimes. But that's how God treats us the same way. We are that way. We so often we're like those little toddlers just trying to go and we're making connections and some people are further advanced than others, granted. But all of us are just kind of like little kids compared to God and he's like, "Well, you know, do the best you can. That's good. I'm here for you. Do you need help?" And half the time or oftentimes we say, no, I do myself. I do my myself. And God's like, all right. <laughs> but the one thing we can do is steep ourselves in the word. Well, yeah. And then we know what we can do and what we can't do. You know? Yeah, we can, we definitely have to, you know, we can read and get closer to God and pray and, and you know, worship in our heart, pray always, pray without ceasing, and, you know, memorize the word, because it's a help, you know, it helps you, but we also, and that's how God helps us to to learn things and hear things, so, I don't know, I just thought that little story kind of opens up a lot, really, that it's you know, yes, there's going to be mouth breathers in heaven, but <laughs> so what? <laughs> Nobody's really going to care because of the love. It'll be like, close your mouth, <laughs> breathe through your nose. <laughs> you don't have allergies here. Get <laughs> there's, over it. there's no allergies here. <laughs> no, there won't be anybody saying get over it. <laughs> Probably. But anyway. So, I don't know, just just something to think about, that we have to be... It was quite a question, what was asked. It, it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've got to be aware. And, but if, if we consider that, that the real reason, the answer that, to those questions is, well, because God loves us. Mm-hmm. Love covers a multitude of sins. Absolutely. And that's what we have to consider and think about. Anything else? The second part of the question. Hmm? The second part of the question. Oh, the second question. That was if there when people you know right. are gonna have a mansion. Are some more deserving than others, I guess. Hmm. Not when you have the love of God. Right. It's all, I said that's what the, that was the answer to the second part, the second question too, because God loves us all the same. 
and it doesn't matter about deserving. We give our children the best we can give them because we love them. Right. And so if that means that somebody's, you know, just stepped into, you know, realized that they're your child or somebody's been your child for a hundred years, they both get the best because you love them. Yeah. God does love love us all the same. But I, that scripture popped into my mind, and I can't even think what it's connected with. Where he said, "I never knew you." Right. So it it, does, it takes on our part to love God back and to accept Him. Well, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, that's what I was talking. Yeah. What she was talking about was when somebody's been saved and they've been a Christian and been mm-hmm. is you know whether they have been a Christian for a long time or they you know and. I think those would be the most sad words you could ever hear from God. I never knew you. Yep, yeah, it would be. Mm. Anyway, so. That's something to think about, too. What? I said, that's something to think about, too. Yeah. Well, Jesus, we thank you and praise you. I pray that you'll help these words to go out to whoever needs to mm-hmm. hear it, Lord. Um, thank you for your mercy and kindness mm-hmm. and deliverance. We praise you and bless you. Lift you up. Amen. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity. Christianity.